Where were you at when I popped off? Riding a cool with the top off. I cannot fuck with no knockoff. I'm in the stool like a pop star. Damn it, I feel like an outlaw. You wanna talk with a bow, dog? I'm in the room with the mouth loss. I'm in the room with the mouth loss. Let me deliver the home run. Yo, welcome to another episode of Big Fats Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Williams, with the boys, Devin Jackson, Chris Amaker, Preston White, man. Hey, let's go with y'all, boys. Hey, I'm chilling, man. Game one tonight. Hey, game one, game one. You know, so for one, the crazy thing is, bro, both teams ain't nobody won a finals for any of the two teams, Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns. So somebody's going to come out a champion at the end of all this. You know, what y'all think in game one? Who y'all think is going to take it? I don't think Giannis is playing tonight. But, uh, hey, Devin, man, start it off. Which thing's going on for game one? Uh, you already know who I'm going with. That man, that that diabolical bad man, Devin Book. Uh, gotta see this boy. This boy has turned up every series so far. His first series shows a lot of promise. So we're gonna see what happens. I'm going. Uh, Suns take it tonight, and I think it's be gonna be pretty convincingly since the fact that they don't have Giannis to be able to depend on. Uh, I feel like the Suns' defense is a lot more a lot more versatile when it comes to the de- throw defenders. At you got my uh, you got Michael Bridges who can go who can go and guard Chris Middleton at any level. You got uh, Chris Paul who may not be the fastest but still a good defender. You can you even can switch Devin Booker and let him get Drew Holiday every every once in a while to kind of give Chris Paul a rest. You got campaign that can come in give give Drew Holiday a little bit of problems because of quickness and a little bit more speedy off the dribble. Uh, if you look at it going going a little bit more bench style, you can go off the bench still. You still got Sarge. You still got DeAndre Ayton in the middle that can take away Lopez. Uh, the biggest thing I see the problem with, uh, with the Bucks defense is the fact that that pick and roll that they're gonna that high pick and roll that Chris Paul can come out in at the beginning of the game is gonna really give Brook Lopez trouble because you saw in the uh, in the net series, even in the hot series. When you have a big man that can, if you have a big man that can shoot, Brook Lopez becomes a real liability on defense because that's why Blake Griffin was having a great series. So I'm, I'm gonna be looking to see what's gonna happen if they have to bring Brook Lopez out on that, out in that, uh, out in that water as we call it, that water. So and I think if Chris Paul, if Chris Paul gets to the spot, it's, it's gonna be a tough game to win. But I got fun. I I got fun taking game one. What you got? Hey Chris, bro, what you got? I'm stinking. I think people sleeping on the books, man. I'm going to be real with you. All right? So, hear me out, though. First of all, if Giannis plays, I think we're, go- we're going to take game seven in this series. Um, I think the Bucks are a good matchup for the Suns, like, personnel-wise, if you look at it. Um, so, let's look at it without Giannis, right? Because I know he just got upgraded to questionable. Um, who knows if he's going to play. But without Giannis, you still got P.J. Tucker. Ooh, we're going to put on D-Book, right? Obviously, D-Book is better than him, but not a bad matchup if you're, if you're Milwaukee, right? Like, you're going to live with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Holiday, he's been playing out of his mind the past week or so, right? Uh, I think him on Chris Paul is going to be a matchup to see as well. Chris Paul's 36. Drew's still in his prime, right? So, I think Drew could get him some problems, especially if he's aggressive in attacking the room because uh, Chris Paul can't, can't guard Drew Holiday. Uh, Brooke Lopez. I just need I need that thirty three point brook. You know what I'm saying? I need that big boy. Um, yeah, he's gonna have trouble in the pick and roll. Uh, but that's where. If, so if Giannis is healthy, you run Giannis at the five. Oof, I don't know, man. I, I think they're a good matchup. Uh, if Giannis comes back, I think I'll pick the Bucks as it stands right now. I'll go Phoenix uh, game seven win. 
Uh, but I think people are sleeping on the Bucks, man. The Bucks are a good team, and if they get hot from three, I think they could beat anybody, even without Giannis. Jeez. All right, bro. Trust me, man. What you thinking, bro? Oh, man. All right, all right. So, hey, hey look. Hey, he ain't make it. <laughs> but, shit, I, honestly, I, I would say, man, that, yeah, I think the um, – I think it's a really good matchup because if you look at it, the Suns have – man, every, every playoff series that they've had, it's been a key injury somewhere. So, the Lakers, it was AD – with the Nuggets, obviously Jamal Murray was already out, and you know they swept them. So kudos to them, to be honest. And then the Clippers, no Kawhi. And I think one of the crazy things is there was no Kawhi, but the Clippers still played them to Game Six. So I'm like, I think the Suns are a good team, but they they're not really the type of team that finishes someone, and they kind of let teams stay around. So I think with the Bucks, if they let the Bucks stay around, even without Giannis, it'll still be a series. Not saying that the Bucks will win at all, but I think that if you add Giannis, especially if they were to take a game in the first two series and you add Giannis, I think it just kind of changes the whole complexion of the series. But um, without Giannis tonight, I'll definitely go with um, – I, I got to go with the Phoenix Suns. I think um, – Deep book and and all like they're just gonna find a way to win. I don't think it's gonna be pretty at all, but I think they're just gonna find a way to win. And honestly, Chris Middleton has a typical Chris Middleton night where he goes six of twenty two, and yeah, it, the Bucks yeah. are dead. But if he mm-hmm. has a night where he's actually efficient, at least shooting about forty forty five percent, yeah, they got a chance. So I'll definitely have to go with them. So when it comes to games. If Giannis isn't playing, how how far y'all think the series goes? Because to me, I think it's game five. Man, no, actually, no, I'll, I'll go game six, actually. No, game, game six. I'll go I just see six. Five. I'll go five if they shoot good. I'll go five if they shoot poorly. But if they shoot great, six. Because, no, I mean like the Bucks. If they don't have – if they can't get going <laughs> – because if they can't get going – think about think about, Think about this right now. If Chris Middleton, Chris Middleton has bailed them out of three games so far this year in the playoffs, yeah. and all three games have been pivotal. The net series, when when they were down, who was who who sunk, who sunk the last three the last three buckets to win the game? Other than the Giannis, well, 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 but think who, about it. Think about it. Is is it really a bailout if that's what his job is? Like, uh, I'm his not job it. is I'm literally not. at the end of the game to be like the closer because Giannis is kind of the guy that the first 45 minutes, yeah, exactly. he's going to get his. But like but the closer is supposed to be Chris Milton. But that's the thing, though. There's a difference between being keeping your energy, keeping your energy or not getting as many touches in, in the first three quarters and getting the touches that you need in the fourth compared to I've been getting the same amount. I've been getting the fourth quarter touches through the first and the third. Like we saw it, we saw it in the game uh, when they closed out Atlanta. First, the first half, Chris Middleton had was six points, and then third, fourth quarter, he had well, third quarter, fourth quarter, well, probably middle of the middle of the fourth as well. He turned it on. He had to turn it on. But that's going to be different now because he, like I said, he's going to have to have somebody score that's not that's not him. And like he's like Chris said, if the threes are popping, there's a different, there's a di- that's a different game. It's a whole different game. PJ Tucker's hit from the corner. Brooke Lopez hit, is hitting from his his little wing spot or from the dash, and you got Drew Holiday knocking down one of at least like three of three of six, three of three of seven. You got a chance. 
So I, I, I'm not saying they, they're dead in the water because I give them I give them credit where they do. But like I said, if that's if their shots are not falling, like you said, it's been a whole what two three series now, and they haven't shot over fifty percent once, and they're one of the best three point shooting teams in the whole in the whole NBA, other than the Clippers. Let, let's call it, let's call a spade a spade. Let's 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 call it what it is. If they're not shooting well, and Chris Middleton has that game one, game two, like he had against the Nets, against the Suns, this might be five. This might hey, look, be we, five. We just we just know it's few and far between, but you know you, but you never I'm, really know when it comes to Chris Middleton. That that's a that that's worse than flipping a coin. Like that's it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know what you're gonna get. Paul so, George hey, Lights. Paul hey, George Lights. Hey, Batman. Hey, trust him. What, what you got for game one? Game one without Giannis, like I said, if if the uh, Bucks can steal one, that'll be a that's a lucky win. Um, without Giannis, man, because it's the finals is a different type of mentality, man. These people going in with, but if Giannis is healthy, one hundred percent, I got the Bucks winning it all, man. They just they just too tough, man, to me. Oh, okay. With um, they were they were killing my heart. Hey, man. They was killing them. Like we couldn't even we couldn't even get a rebound from a free throw with like with Brooke Lopez, you know, just tapping it back out. Right? That, that was just killing us. And I, I really don't see the Suns being being able to match up with that height and that aggressiveness like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, they are a big team, and honestly, like one of the things about the the Bucks that I noticed is they'll go and dominate in the paint, but still shoot hella threes. And it's just because mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, like, if you're going to dominate in the paint, might as well just keep going to the paint. But, you know, they they they, they fuck with shooting threes. That's the new NBA, hey, though, yeah. man. They, they fall in love with three. <laughs> Everybody. You got Rondo out there hitting threes now. Hey, Rondo was Rondo never, never a three-point shooter. Yeah, so that definitely sucks. But, I mean, you say the same thing with Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin was a three-point shooting guy until – you know, he knew he had to change up his game to fit with the times. And yeah. now, you know, he's not a great three-point shooter, but he can hit. At one point, he was. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. But, Chris, what do you think the series is going to go? I think without Giannis 6, with Giannis 7. Giannis comes back. I got the Bucks. Yeah, the um, Bucks in 7. Bucks in 7 if Giannis comes back, yeah. All right, all right. I, I, honestly, like, it, <laughs> Do y'all think that this is a series that's like bettable, Devin? I'm I'm, I'm gonna start with you. Do, would you bet on this series? Do you feel confident enough to bet on this series? Uh, a game or two, maybe. The series wise, though, no, because so many anomalies right now. Um, the way these series have been going, it seems like a lot of key players have been taking a taking a taking the injury bug and just saying, "Hey, my friend." So. <laughs> I'm really thinking. Of, I'm really gonna say no, but if you bet a game or two, like probably the best game to bet right now, if they say Giannis is out, it's probably game one. Um, I True. think honestly, game two, three, and four are probably gonna be a toss up, especially if you know you have the chance of Giannis coming back. We don't know the outcome of uh, game one yet. If any injuries happen, knock on one, saying that they're not, because I don't want to see an injury here. I really want to see a clean bat. I really want to see clean basketball, so we don't have any injuries. I know there's going to be some dirty plays, but still, I just want to see a clean game so we don't get any – or a clean game of no injuries so we don't have to worry about, you know, hey, they only lost because they lost this guy, or hey, they only lost because they lost this guy because the history of some of these guys are, hey, especially CP3, 
Hey, he goes down a big. He go. He tends to fall. Fall. And yeah. Let's hope he don't get injured. Cause goddamn, he does have a history. Yeah, his first finals. Now I'm really hoping he doesn't. I'm really hoping. All right, Chris. What do you think? Um, if I'm betting on game one, I'm damn sure gonna bet on the Bucks. Um, <laughs> money line is uh, well, the spread is six, and the Bucks are plus two ten. So like. Like I said, I think people are sleeping on the Bucks. The Bucks fought through the last couple series, right? Especially the last one without Giannis for that last game. They're hot. Drew Holiday's hot. Chris Middleton's hot. I think you should definitely bet on Game One if you're looking to make some money and go Bucks. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna switch it up a little bit. Obviously, like I said, no one in this Finals has has won a championship before. Do you think it would hurt? Chris, uh, Chris Paul, more than it helps Giannis, whoever wins the finals, Tristan, what, what you thinking? You think that it would tarnish Chris Paul's legacy if he doesn't win this finals? Or do you think it would help Giannis's legacy better if he won the finals? I'm going to go with it's going to help Giannis's legacy better. Um, Chris Paul is solidified in my book, man. He We already know what he can do, man. The fact that he went and took that Thunder team and you know, nobody had him going to the playoffs at all, bro. That man went there, made him better, and he has a record of doing that. Yeah, so his legacy is solidified. So, if, but um, on the other hand, Giannis wins this championship. He already won an MVP. I mean, he won what? Uh, defensive, yeah, two two uh, MVPs and a defensive. Two of those, yeah. right? Yeah, man. The, I mean, only thing left is that 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 trophy, man. So that's definitely gonna solidify him in my book. Shit, I, honestly, I, I, I'd say, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think it just kind of depends. You know, if Chris Paul loses without Giannis playing, oh, like, people going to shit on Chris Paul. And, I mean, not in the sense of he's not a good point guard, but just the fact that it's like, bro, like, it was your chance. And it was probably your best chance. And you didn't get it done. So I feel like, the you know, the, the little clutch factor that a lot of people will see and you know, great players, they'll be like, oh, he don't got it. You know, and that's tough yeah. to say because he's had the injuries and all this other stuff. And he's usually not had the best team going into the playoffs, and nobody had those expectations of, oh, like, he has to win it. But the fact that, like, this is his time, you know, it, it would it would definitely hurt if that was the case. But honestly, if it's, you know, two teams just healthy going at it and Giannis is able to play, then, yeah, I think, uh, you know, Giannis's legacy will definitely – be elevated because he gets to the championship, like you said, and obviously he already has a defense play of the year and the MVPs. Devin, man, what you thinking? Um, Looking at it from a standpoint that I see it from, I'm going to say it's going to diminish Chris Paul, especially if they lose and Giannis doesn't play. Um, I feel like if Giannis plays and he puts up the astronomical numbers he did against the Nets, and he gives them everything he has. And Chris Paul isn't the reason they lose. I feel like it doesn't diminish his career at all. I feel like he just ran into a good Bucks team, and Bucks team got the better. Um, but if he loses to that team without Giannis, <laughs> Chris Paul, you might as well go to hang it up, buddy. That's probably your final chance. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, <laughs> we ain't giving you no more chances after that, brother. Um but I think in Giannis's case, though, it would really up his career, especially if he comes out and plays 
like how he played two series. Well, even before he got hurt or two series before when he was facing the Nets, if he plays like that, you you can't really say much about him. Man. He, he did exactly what he needed to do to get there. Barring he had some help, you know, Chris Middleton, some injuries, Drew Holiday, a couple guys around him. Still, it doesn't matter. It's part of the game, and he did his job. So, career gets a big career boost after that. She's crazy. Yes, up, shut man. my mouth. <laughs> um, I think it'll help Giannis more than um, than helping Chris Paul. Because, like, when I look at Chris Paul, like, he's already considered top five PG in most people's book. Who's he gonna jump if he gets a ring? Right? Like, he's not jumping Curry. He's not jumping Magic Johnson. In my opinion, he doesn't jump like Isaiah Thomas. So, if I think about Chris Paul. Like in my mind, nothing would change if he wins a chip. Like he's already solidified. Like like Tristan said, right? Like he's in my book as, uh, as we said last week, the best pure PG in my lifetime. Um, so I, he don't need to show me anything else, right? Like especially what he's already done to get to this point, he's good in my book. Giannis, however, I think one of y'all mentioned his accolades, right? Like this dude has done everything except win a ring. Uh, he's young. He already has a big ass hole in his game, right? He can't shoot, so. If he wins a chip this year, he really doesn't have to do anything else. Like he could go down, he could re- <laughs> yeah. he could retire tomorrow and be one of the greatest players that ever lived. So if he wins a chip this year, this is honestly probably his best chance he'll have, right? Like um, if you look at who they played this year with the Nets being injured, that's not going to be the same next year. He has to win it this year, and if he does, like I think going forward, who cares if he gets a jump shot? Right? He already did what he does and won a chip. Um, that'll help him even if he doesn't get to the finals again ever again. Uh, so I think Giannis would benefit greatly if he won. So let's hope he plays. Yeah, that's crazy. When you, when you, when, I guess when you think about it, if you compare it to a LeBron James or a KD, that before they won a championship, they had multiple MVPs. Like, well, not most, KD only had one, but they had the MVP. You know, they've yeah. had the NBA first teams. They've been considered one of the best in the NBA but they never had that championship. So they will always get dogged on because it's like, oh, well, you can't finish it. Yep. And it's just like, when you say that, okay, well, if Giannis, he has all these accolades, and if he wins a chip now, like you said, like he doesn't have to do anything else because he's already yep. like, like it, yep. the only thing people could dog him on is, oh, well, you got to win another. But I'm like, okay, yeah. I've already solidified myself with one. I already yep. have the MVPs. I already have all the other accolades, so now I just got to just keep doing what I'm doing, and you're yep. set because nobody's going to – like the only tier that he could get higher than what he already is if he wins a championship is on like LeBron James KD tier when you're just like the yeah. best in the world. And, and no one know, expects that from him, so he could yeah, chill. Saying, nobody, nobody you does. Because <laughs> they never had the, he never had those type of expectations coming through the draft anyway. Exactly. Kind of exactly. like Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi, you don't see a lot of criticism coming his way when he yeah. doesn't perform because exactly. he's already exceeded the expectations that were set out for him in the beginning. Exactly. So you're just exactly. kind of like, oh well, two-time champion, he's a two-time Finals MVP. Like, ain't nobody saw Kawhi coming, so you're just like, oh okay, well. Cool, like he's he's done it. So yeah. you know, and, and I think that that's one of the the key things when we look in the future and we're just like, okay, well, what is the standard that you set for him, and has he exceeded it? If he's already exceeded it, then what yeah. more can you really say? Hundred percent. Uh, last point I got on that is, you look at what both players have to gain, right? Like you said, Giannis, if he wins a chip, 
he begins his path towards one of the best players of all time, period, right? Whereas if Chris Paul was a chip, okay, he's top five PG all time. He'll never ascend to top five player of all time. But Giannis has the potential to do that. So, um, yeah, that's what differentiates them to me. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, Giannis definitely has more time to build that legacy, whereas Chris Paul has already, you know, cemented it. Because there's only so many years he has. Like, and you can't – with someone who hasn't won a championship, you can't say that he's going to be the best point guard with people who've won multiple championships. And we – I'm pretty sure we all think that he's not going to be back in another finals probably anytime soon after this one. It's hard to – I I think that's more of a consistent feel with that, that he's not coming back. So this is – this is it. This is that one and done. Whereas Giannis, this is it, baby. I mean, yeah. Hey, Giannis, okay, you got a chance. You only have, what, 26, 27? He has yeah. a chance to, uh, you know, he can go to another team. He can do all this other stuff. He can make it to another finals. But Chris Paul, mm, not so much. Yep. You know, and talk, talking with the finals and um, we can transition going to Rachel Nichols and how her whole situation with the finals and – Maria Taylor and what came out of the audio recording. Um, what, what did y'all think on that? Because to me, I think that I, I don't really think it was a racist thing, but I do think that she undermined Maria Taylor and the fact that she said that she thinks that the only reason why the company was trying to move on from her as the sideline reporter is because they're trying to push diversity and it kind of undermines her accomplishments, not only in basketball, but how well she does in college football and essentially any segment that she's in. So, you know, Tristan, what do you think on that, man? Man, uh, like you said, it undermined Maria Taylor's um, work, man. And uh, why why we always got to be a diversity hire? Or like, why can't we just get there on our own yeah. merit and what we brought to the table? Um, so that that was like a little shade she threw, man, and I I didn't really care for that her comments on that, um, because if you want to want to look at it, she ain't ain't she related to like somebody's famous, and so they could easily say you got in your position because of who you're related to, but yeah, you just you can't you can't undermine somebody else's work, man, like that. Yeah, and, and obviously you know it was said behind closed doors, so she didn't know it would get out. I mean, hey, what'd you say? Right. What would you say behind closed doors is what you really mean. So, what you yeah, really mean, so, yeah. you know, Chris, what you thought about the situation, man? Yeah, no, I, I agree with both of y'all. Like, I think the comments weren't intended to undermine Maria's work, right? But that's how I came across. So, that's how we got to take it, right? At face value. Mm-hmm. I think, like, Rachel Nichols is legit. Like, let's not beat around the bush. Yeah, yeah. She's been like, doing, I, she's been doing I, this I for a long time. A great reporter, great yeah. you know, analyst. Yeah. Yeah. So she's legit. Like, I think if I was in her situation, right, the way I look at it is I'd probably be a little offended, too, that they're trying to move me out of that spot where I've been a consistent contributor. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, when you think about uh, uh, broadcasters and and journalists from an NBA perspective, like she's one of the first names that comes to mind. Uh, So I can see how she felt that way. I think two things. One, she said it behind closed doors. Obviously, that's how she truly feels. Right. Who knew that interview was going to get out? Uh, But second, uh, you know, I think when we look at it, it's easy to say, okay, she's racist. Right. Or she's like 
discriminating against Maria. Mm-hmm. I think Rachel needs to come out and make a statement. I don't think she has at this point, right? I think she's apologized. She, but she I don't tried to she's... apologize, but it wasn't a good apology. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like, <laughs> I think if I'm Rachel, you got to come out clear to air because uh, I don't think Rachel's racist. I don't. I mean, I, who knows, right? But like, she yeah, literally works with black people every day, and she loves that shit. So like. Uh, I would say she isn't, but she definitely needs to come out and clear the air and then apologize to Maria directly so that Maria understands it didn't come from a place of hatred, right? So, yeah. Um, but I don't know if you guys saw, but there was another story, and I think I told y'all earlier. Uh, Rachel may have hooked up with Jimmy Butler in the bubble. Did y'all see that? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Listen to this. They're saying that she leaked that story so people won't think she's racist. <laughs> crazy right crazy hey, right? bro like yeah. I, I i was like yo like, a mastermind yeah. stuff <laughs> yo like that that's the type of shit where i was just like bro it feels like it's too good to be true but it just might be true like i, I don't even know <laughs> yeah my man jimmy butler got game <laughs> david what you think bro um being i'm gonna just piggyback off of what y'all said i feel like it wasn't an intent to come at her or her career or say like she's not qualified to do it. I just feel like she was like, Marcus, you made the reference earlier, like she's the starting quarterback and then you wish nothing but the best for your backup, but at the same time, you never want the backup to take your job. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I, I definitely understand like, you know, the the complex of where she was coming from, but at the same time though, like that could, Shannon Sharp said it best, you have to look at what you say because it can easily be misconstrued if you don't detail it how you're supposed to detail it. And I feel like she just didn't detail how she wanted to say that the proper way. Because if she would have detailed it and said, like, no, I'm not saying that, you know, I don't think she's qualified. I just really wanted to do this finals or really wanted to keep doing this because I love the, I love, I love doing it. And yeah. now that they're trying to take me off, it's kind of upsetting me, you know what I'm saying? And it's no offense to her, it's just I just feel like still I want to keep doing this, you know. So. I think I, I think there's a fault with ESPN too. Like clearly they didn't communicate it right to Rachel. I'm sure exactly. they didn't give her any justification. Oh, for sure, right? for they, sure. they probably just said, "Hey, yo, we're replacing you, with Maria. Like, deal with it." And that you know, it's probably some fault there too. Um, so I think that's actually something that that's a good point because I don't think that a lot of people are looking at it that way. It's like, how was it explained to her that they're trying to move on? Yep, and it's just like. Well, damn! Like I've been doing this shit. I've been putting my, you know, heart and soul into this shit, yeah. and now you're just saying like out the blue that oh no, nah, like you know we might be thinking of replacing you, and you're just like bro, what the fuck? Yeah. Like I can, like nobody. Because if you think about it, nobody said bad shit about Rachel Nichols this like since she's been starting, and then you know, not like no fault to her, but. It's just like, okay, well, if they're saying that Maria Taylor is having the better ratings, then I guess I get that. But it's like still, you know, you don't want to go out like that. And I, I get from her perspective why she, at the time, but well, she's probably hella pissed off because I would be too. Like, damn. Yep. Uh, Did y'all see, like, were any was anybody or like on Twitter or anything, anybody asking – um, ESPN to put black people on the NBA Finals. I yeah, didn't see anybody I, I saying didn't, that. I, didn't so see that. I don't see why um, why her reason would automatically go to that diversity hire like that. I mean, I don't know what they be having in those ESPN meetings or whatever like that. Yeah. But yeah, I I ain't see like anybody say anything or push that. So 
Really? Yeah, so I don't know why ESPN would feel that pressure to do that. I know she mentioned like you know the the climate that we're in, but um, personally, I've never seen anybody at ESPN like, "Hey, I need more black people on the NBA finals yeah. to talk about the games and stuff like that." Because they usually do. Like it's usually you know especially like with the TNT, they have the crew with you know Charles Barkley, Shaq, right. and all of them. I mean that's for TNT, not ESPN. But ESPN usually. They bring out uh, Michael Wilbon and Stephen A. Smith and all them dudes. I'm like, bro, like yeah. they usually do have black people, and I mean now right. she's being replaced with Malika Andrews, which is which is another you know uh, young black woman that's just phenomenal. So yeah. I mean, I guess it happened either way. Hey, but hey, yo, y'all, y'all think that shit's true though with Jimmy Butler though? And uh, what was it, Ily- Ilya Sober too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all think it's true? Man, like I said, those are two random names. They're too random for it not to be true. But I mean, it's something behind something going on for that to come out like that. that Those, if it comes out, it's true. It comes out, it's true. If it's not, it's not. I'm not going to place no judgment on them. Hot girl, summer, my boy. Hot girl, summer out here. Let them them do what they want to do. Versailles, Ilya Sova. This man, <laughs> hey, but nah, um, to your point though, Marcus, I saw an old video of Carl Anthony Towns in the middle of the game saying, Call Rachel Nichols to Jimmy Butler. Did y'all see that, bro? I did see that on Twitter, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and I was just like, hey, hey, I had to turn it up because I was like, hold on, I, was like, I, yeah. really hear it. I had to turn that shit up, and I was like, <laughs> I think I, yeah, 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 <laughs> interesting. I, I don't interesting. know, man, that, that's that, that's something that. <laughs> I, I feel like, man, you got to have some type of proof. And because there's no cameras and shit, I don't think it'll come out like like that. Like, I think it'll just kind of die down because I, yeah. I don't – like, there's no proof. Like, yeah, people will run with it, but I don't think it's going to yeah. be anything concrete to where it'll jeopardize her in any way. But if it was, oh, bro, this shit about to blow up. Mm. That bubble, I don't know, that bubble. Had people acting different, bro. Hey, look, somebody was like, that's why Jimmy was tired. <laughs> I was like, damn, not only was he carrying the team, but he was carrying Rachel Nichols, too. How about Thanks. that? Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, look, we're going to end it right here. Another good episode of Big Facts. Hey, subscribe and like the podcast on Apple Music, Spotify, and anywhere you find podcasts. Give us that five-star review. Yeah, I appreciate y'all, Chris, Tristan, Devin, for hopping on. It will be on next time. <sighs> Good Go stuff. Go Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay.